Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey, everyone. I'm saying hi to everyone. I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie, saying hi to everyone. We are the blended life. We are. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Hi, um, Avery. Hi. Hey, tonight we are going to be talking. Um, it's a little bit more about step parenting a bit. We're going to have a bit mixed in with the kids. Um, We're going to talk about custody agreements. Woo. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's going to take up a majority of our time tonight but it's really really a good topic to cover yeah so if you guys are listening live with Mm -hmm. us uh feel free to join in the conversation ask questions uh give us your input tell us if you think we're right if we're totally wrong or Or, you just have a different opinion on it or you want to add too yes because when we our first thing is going to be custody agreements and things you should consider putting into them if you're going to mediation or you have a list of desires and it's hard if you don't, when you don't know what you're doing and you're just going into the situation. Story of my life. There's stuff I wish I would have had in there that I just had never done it before. I didn't have people who've done it before me who could speak into my life. Um, and so there's a lot I wish we would have nailed down because it's hard to go back once you have something in writing. It can be done. What? Right. <laughs> think the jokes I want to make. Anyways. Um, but before we get started... Did you know that on October 24th, Blended Life turned three? Three. That's right. Not the podcast, but the actual Blended Life. Yeah. um, Our social media, the little birth of this little Blended Life movement, um, this little thing we got going, um, three years. And so, you know, I wanted to do a giveaway for that, and I posted something on Instagram. You can go into Facebook or Instagram, actually, to view it. Who are, are you, you giving away? Are, are you, you giving away one of the kids? Yeah. Are Sweet. you, you going to post it on our YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Why not? So all Why three, not both? <laughs> all, of our, all of our places, um, you can go find this post. It is a picture of a cupcake with birthday candles. Um, five days ago, I posted it, and it's lit in candles. You'll see it. What we're going to do is we are going to give away an hour of coaching with Eric and myself. So if you're local, we'll meet up with you. If you are not local, we'll Zoom call and we'll have an hour coaching session just talking about, yeah, yeah, we'll talk to you one-on-one, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can help you with. Or if you just want to make connection and talk and vent. Technically it'd be a two-on-two. It is a two-on-two, but it will be private. It won't be used for podcast or Or social media. Yeah. Or it could be discussed if you want it to. You'd be like... I just want to be on the show and like maybe we do a podcast with someone. We're just, I'm, I'm expanding the rules here. Okay. I'm just going outside the boundaries you've given me. So when we, when I posted this, <clears throat> excuse me, um, some of the rules that I had, things weren't working. So I'm extending it a week. We're going to announce the winners next week, next Thursday night on air. Um, the kids will draw one of the kids your kid. <laughs> yeah, the I'm only like, kid the only kid here. that'll be here. We'll draw a name out of a bowl, very technical. Dang. Um, all the entries, we'll write down all the entries, um, and then we'll choose a name on air. And the list of rules that you need to do, so here's what you need to do. I'm going to put it down in the description. Yeah, well, and it's, it's listed on our sites, but um, you need to like the post, okay? 
on Instagram and follow us on Instagram. Are you going? You're doing fingers. Okay. Fingering the the rules. on Instagram, you need to tag three of your friends. Is that number three? So in the comment section, just you know, tag three of your friends who might find this Good. useful. Um, we're you know we're always trying to expand our outreach, so we appreciate um, getting our names out there. So tag three of of um, your friends under that post in Even the comments. Even if you don't want to join in the reindeer games, tag three of your friends. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, you need to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's it. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel and then email us. So the 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 because I want someone who's really deserving of this who really could use us. Um, and so I, I put the email address in the last final step. Um, it's the blended life at yahoo.com and email us. It doesn't have to be a certain length or amount of words, nothing. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family or, you know, what you would discuss with us. It doesn't play into us choosing you cause it's going to be random, but it is a way for us to get to know our audience a little bit more and you can be as lengthy or as short as you want. <laughs> You're making tall and short jokes. Yeah, but um, those are the those are the four rules and therefore the four things you need to do to enter. So we are just hopeful that people will want to spend time with us and we can connect with um, viewers, listeners, other blended blended family people. We like connections too. We don't know everything. We definitely get ideas and inspiration from um, other blended families that we connect with so it's good for us we're hoping it'll be good for you and um yeah are we not live on youtube no we're live i'm just like all of our viewers on instagram tonight welcome everyone yeah jess it says we're supposed to be live on instagram so or on youtube is she saying we're not yeah she said are you guys going live on youtube oh my gosh i'm like oh it went up really well it says we're live i don't know hopefully so anyway you have till next week to do all the things if you want to enter. We would love that. All right. Moving right along. Happy birthday to us, by the way. Yay. So what to consider in a custody agreement? I, Eric and I discussed this and wrote a list, and then we added to it. We asked on Instagram and Facebook in our stories um, a question about what would you guys wish you would have had in there? What do you have in there? What's the most important thing? We had... It seems like a thousand responses. So I appreciate everyone who wrote into us. We have a really good, complete list, I feel. Um, and so I'm going to type this list out and I'm going to put it on our website. So don't feel like you have to write all this down unless you really want to. Um, it might take me a few days to do this, but I will, I will write a list. I'll put it up on our website and I will let you know when that's done on our social media, but we're going to go through these things real quick. Um, one by one and kind of discuss each thing. Are you good to do that? I am. I'm list- I'm multitasking. I'm trying to figure out why YouTube is being YouTube tonight and not letting yeah. us on live. So I'm working on it. I'm listening though. Okay. So luckily I'm very versed in this subject. Yes. Custody agreements. You've changed yours how many times? Um, well, one, we we did one officially. Right. But we have manipulated it mutually as we've gone. Our, our original still stands, but... So you haven't actually gone and... No, we haven't. So not, yeah. we had a custody agreement in our divorce papers, kind of. We had some things laid out in our divorce paperwork, my ex and I, and right. then we went to mediation and hashed out, you know, the rest of it that we didn't have in our divorce decree or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, all right, here we go. Number, well, I'm not even going to keep track of numbers, but so you're going to want very basic thing, right? To discuss set times for drop off and pick up exchange and location. So, when I was speaking with a lawyer and when we were in mediation and figuring out what time should we exchange kids, right? Um, you want to have a time because you need to know what to expect and you have to have those boundaries. And let me tell you, everyone thinks that things are great until they're not, until they're you're frustrated because it's supposed to be whenever. You know, you can change it amongst yourselves as you go, but have a time. 
and have a location. So how we do it is 3 p.m. is our pickup and drop-off time, and that's because of school. Um, It's natural for the kids to get dropped off and picked up at school. So um, if I'm going to get my kids back at the end of the school days around 3 p.m., so we just pick 3 p.m., and that's a natural thing. It's not like dad picks them up, takes them to his house for an hour, and then drives them to mom's. You know, it's more natural and seamless just to have mom pick them up from school and dad drop them off at school. Um, And kids seem to adapt very well to that. Um, And then Fridays and weekends. I think I got YouTube fixed. Uh, Well, I didn't fix YouTube. YouTube is always broken. But Are we now just recording? Apparently. So we have to start over? Nope. We're going to keep on going because our podcast listeners are still podcasting with us. Okay. And we appreciate all the, like, I just, I can't, I can't win with this stuff. Like, YouTube's I literally, like, like, think about the stuff that I do on a, on a daily, week to week basis, all the technical garbage that I do and how flawless and seamless goes. And then this stuff that like 10 year olds are doing, this should be the most, I mean, literally I have to press a, a button that says go live and it's just completely jacked up. Anyways. Okay. We're on YouTube now. Thank Ish, you. Maybe. All right. Fingers so crossed. you need to have a set time and you need to have a location. School's an easy one. School times are an easy one. And then if it's a weekend situation, if I have my kids and they're going to go to their dad's, I drop them off. If he has the kids and they're coming to me, he drops them off. And is that kind of about the same thing you guys are like? No, not even close. I mean, that's what it was originally set up as. But that's how usually things are set up. That's how it goes, yeah. But we're just like, eh, I'll pick them up. Or, hey, I got this going. We drop them off or... You know, yeah. we just, I mean, as you guys know, we just kind of go with the flow co-parenting now, you know, it's kind of, there's no like, we don't stick to there's anything. no set times. Yes. No. Okay. But Which you need to have why this. the marriage didn't work out in the first place. Like we set some rules and boundaries and then it just all goes to whatever structure, right? We had to talk about this yesterday. Structure is important. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's obviously one thing you're going to want in your custody agreement schools is another huge thing. When you talk about your children in schools, you know, what school, what district, if you want to take your kid out of school and put them in another school, do both parents have to sign off on that? Um, If it's a private school, who's responsible for tuition? Does it cap at a certain amount or is it according to income? Does it come Between out of child parents? support? Like, is that part of it? Yeah. Or is it above and beyond? Um, sharing info when it comes to school events or meetings or field trips, um, homework, you know, all of that. This is something that you guys are well know. You, I've dealt a lot with having to not know things because this is not in my divorce or this is not in my custody agreement and I wish it was. So sharing information, changing schools, where they're going to school, if it's public, if it's private, homeschooling, um, all of that stuff. The more you can kind of hash that stuff out and have it bullet point and go into custody or go into mediation what, with what you want. Don't go into cust- or custody, I keep saying that. Don't go into mediation with like, oh, we'll just discuss it. You know, have a list of things that you want And then you guys can say yes or no or agree or not agree or whatever. But don't use that time to come up with your list while you're going. Um, It's really important because they get mad at you. They want to make it quick. They want in and out. They don't really love if you're like. I think they're only open for like two hours a day, like every other (laughs) week or something like that. It's really hard. (laughs) Okay. Holidays and parent birthdays. Well, holidays and birthdays obviously has to be hashed out. You know, who gets what holidays? Do you want the kids on your birthdays? Now, my ex didn't really care, but I really cared. Like, I wanted to be able to spend my birthday with my children. Selfish. But he was like, whatever. And some parents want the day to themselves, and they don't want kids. So that's something to consider, too. Like, birthdays and holidays, usually it's every other year, you know. Um, Christmas. Um, you could do Christmas Eve with one parent, Christmas Day with the other parent. Technically, that's a birthday. <laughs> you know, so name your holidays that are important to you. Is Fourth of July important to you? 
Maybe yes, maybe no. Fourth of July is not really important who has the kids. It's just kind of whatever falls in our day. But some people that might be really important. You have a family thing that you do and it's really important. So holidays and birthdays, kids' birthdays. We are every other year with that. Um, And be mindful of what years you pick even are odd. Because like I just realized I won't have my son for his 16th birthday and I would really have loved. Or his 18th. Or his 18th. Like the milestone. Just have him for his 21st. So think about that. I mean, don't screw over the other parent, but I wish I would have thought about, like, done the math before picking what year. Um, That's a good one right there. A lot of people won't think about that until right now. It'll be an aha moment. Or until you're deep into it. Now you have the upper hand. You have the upper hand. So think about that. Do the math. Think if you want even or odd years, because that's how they'll do it. They won't say every other year. They'll say even years with mom, odd years with dad. Could you do a two, two, three? Okay. No. (laughs) Um... And then also when you're doing holidays and birthdays, there are obviously going to be times where they fall on the other parent. Like your holiday is going to fall on the other parent's normal schedule. So then you're going to have to figure out, well, what times do I want the kids on that day? Maybe it's all day from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Maybe it's overnight. Maybe you only want them for like a few hours during that holiday. Maybe you want to split the day. I don't know. But these are things that you need to think about because down the road, I promise you, you're going to wish you would have. It's just easier if it's spelled out. Um, a huge one, and I'll let you, you first right of refusal. I think we should all get that tattooed on our foreheads. Um, it's a really important one. And do you want to tell them what first right of refusal is? First right of refusal is when... Um, for instance, uh, say one parent has the kids and has something planned and can't have the kids rather than pawning them off to a babysitter or a step parent or a friend, uh, first right of refusal would mean that the kids, uh, go to you, go to the other parent. Um, the other parent has the, basically the option to be like, yes, I would like to take them. Or no, I would not go ahead mm-hmm. and do what you're going to do with them. Right. But at least you would have the option, the first right of, the first right of refusal to right. saying yes or no. So, and I think everyone that's the definition, but that means something different to everyone. So you need to figure out what that means to you and what your time frame is. You know, is first right of refusal after three hours, after five hours, yeah, after gonna 10 go hours? Are, 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 are you going to make it when you go to see a movie and you're going to be gone for two hours for a movie or say a three hour full trip? You know, is that something like, all right, well, I want to argue about that because it's going to go both ways. It's going to fall back on you, too. But is it, you know, is that important? Are you like, eh, I don't really care. But if they're going away out of town overnight and they're going to just pawn the kids off to a, a babysitter. babysitter or, mm. yeah. Yeah, the bad this, you know what? It, maybe that's how you start thinking about this in your head with first right of refusal. You know, when is a babysitter acceptable, and when is it not? Like maybe a babysitter would be acceptable for a few hours. Maybe a babysitter would not be acceptable overnight or past five hours. But also remember that you don't get to choose what they do with your kids it could be going to one of their friends house it could be going to one of the kids friends house it could be going to a parent it you know it could you don't have someone you don't get a to teenager comes that. I mean, over maybe you guys could put that in but it most likely you're not going to the other That's thing right. is in this situation always in a custody agreement you always want to control what the other parents doing usually <laughs> but always put yourself into their shoes always always Add yourself into this equation. Okay, well, I don't want them going to the movies for two hours without me having the kids. But you have to remember, you're not going to be able to go to the movies for two hours without giving them the kids too. So weigh out the pros and cons of that because a lot of people just look at the other parent and don't reflect on themselves. That's right. And you're like, oh, dang it. I totally agreed to that and I just screwed myself. Yeah. You know, and it's also like sometimes you... If you have grandparents involved, sometimes it's nice to go away and have the kids stay with grandparents. And kids being able to build bonds with their grandparents is important. 
So you also have to be mindful of like who are the players of the game. You know, who are the people available to watch the kids? Um, because you don't want to block that either. Um, kids do have a right to start building relationship with their step grandparents and their new grand. You know what I mean? Like right. it's so you 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 want to the kids don't need to lose out because you want to be super controlling either. So it's one of those things like put it in there, figure out what's important to you, your time frame. Um, You're supposed to figure out what's important to you before you put it in there. Are you? Or does that come? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So first right of oh, refusal. You can research more about it, but that's a pretty important one not to overlook. Um, phone calls. This was another huge one we got written in. Um, something I wish I would have had in mind that's not in there. Um, phone calls and communication with parent, parent-child communication. So, you know, if the, do you want a phone call every day? Do you want a phone call once a week? Should there be a time frame? Can you talk indefinitely? You know, or is that going to be disruptive because sometimes it can be disruptive. So you have to be sensitive to that too. If you're trying to have family dinner and dad's calling and wants to FaceTime for three hours, well, that's not really acceptable because you are having family time in your own home. But it is important to have that communication where kids can talk to both parents. I fully think that's super important. But also remember too, by setting a time and a limitation, you know, okay, you get 20 minutes every other day or... 20 minutes on Friday or five minutes every night, you know, that you're really, you're locking yourself into this. And as the kids, the kids might be super young right now, um, but as the kids get older, things are going to change. Communication style and values are going to change by locking yourself into not only just communication, but any, anything into a custody agreement, you're really locking yourself in. So not only look at, you know, the time period of how old the kids are right now and where you guys are in life, but also project a little further. Look ahead, you know. Yeah, the kids might be eight years old right now or, or three years old right now, and they're they're not on the phone too often. But they're FaceTiming you maybe. Yeah, for just a little bit here and there. But what happens when they are 10 years old or 14 years old or, you know, so on and so forth? It might want to, you might want it to change a bit. It might mm-hmm. want to. And I think I'm going to jump a little bit ahead, but right there might be a reason to put in a clause that your custody agreement is, is only going to stand for X amount of years, one year, three years, five years, 10 years. And then, you know, make it a clause that you guys are going to circle the drain again. You're going to come back to the table and yeah, make and, amendments. Yeah. And change up things. See what worked for you. What <laughs> didn't work for if you. If you have a good relationship. With a co-parent. I would never do that. Or not. I mean, maybe you don't have a good <laughs> but, good I relationship mean, and maybe that's why you're going to come back yeah, and maybe. work it out. Or it's going to be like us. Like we did not, my ex and I did not have a good relationship. We did not have a good communication basis when all of this happened. It was one of those things like there's no way we're ever going to talk without fighting. And now we have basically, I couldn't even tell you what was on our co-parenting plan. I mean, I kind of could. And probably the same with her too, but we have learned to co-parent as it's, as it's gone. And it's like, we don't follow by any of that. You know, like your daughter just asked like, Hey, is buddy coming over tomorrow while I'm still here? And I'm like, eh, probably, you know, it's not like, Oh yeah, he's going to be here at three, but you're leaving at three. It's like, yeah, he'll probably call me in the morning and want me to pick him up or want to get dropped off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we've just learned to co-parent like that Yeah, where you go with the flow and it makes life easier for everyone, but you need that structure at the beginning of the co-parenting plan to kind of get it, get those, get the ball rolling, get those steps going. Yeah. You need something to reference. You need, you need boundaries. You need something drawn in the sand because you can't leave it all just up to wishy-washy because then you're at the mercy of someone's emotions or feelings or a bad day or I want the kids. No, I want the kids or I don't want the kids, you know, like (laughs) there needs to be structure and boundaries and that's only good for the kids. You know, it's really important that kids understand that they know what to expect, that there is order, that there is structure. It makes them feel safe. Um, they don't feel out of control, and they know that there's a plan. 
And well, that's it, super important. And that, like, go look up child psychology. It helps if you us don't as believe. parents too, though, because but, you know what to count on. You know what to right. plan on, and you always have something to fall back on. You know, if you can't get along with the other parent, you can't co-parent. You right. know, it just doesn't work. It gives you something to stand on. You yeah. know, it gives you a it gives to you stand on. And like that's you said, right. boundaries. It it really it sets its rules that are set that both parties have to play by. That's right. And if the if the authorities get called into it. It is a legal binding document that the authorities can go off of. If you don't have a custody agreement and you've got your kids, but your ex comes over and takes your kids from you or is threatening to take the kids and the and the police get called or, you know, someone of that authority or nature, then they basically go, well, we don't have anything to go by. That's apparent. They can do what they want to do as well. You know, like you just because you say no doesn't mean that you have any say in it. Yeah, it is super important. So, you know, usually when you're setting up the phone call, FaceTime communication thing, usually they'll suggest you pick a time, a night and time so that it's scheduled. So you aren't leaving it up to chance or, oh, I forgot. You know, it's like, no, every Wednesday at 7, you're going to call your dad and then you schedule life around that, you know, like that's an important phone call and, and, like you would anything else, like you would a dance class or a soccer practice. Like, you know, it just becomes part of your, your, well, here's the other thing too. You know, if you're like, well, this other parent is so irresponsible. I can't count on them to call me. I can't count on them to have our kids call us, even if it's in the court papers Mm -hmm. and the custody agreement. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I know it's not going to happen. They're so irresponsible. I'm not going to take them back to court and fight with them about a phone call, but I'm going to be so angry also think about having it put in that every day, whatever the day is at what time you're going to be the one who makes the phone call. So that way it's going to be the vice versa though, too. You know, when the, when you have the kids, the other parent is going to call. And I'm only thinking about this because we had this type of agreement with my daughter's biological father when she was younger. And it was like, we would call, we would have her call and she was like, you know, three years old, four years old, whatever. And he wouldn't answer. He would never call. So when it all got worked back out, it was like, you know what? You call us on this time. These are your dates. These are your times. This is your time frame to call. You have from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock, you know. This is your hour. And if you miss it, And if you miss it, you oh, miss well, it. yeah. And 9 yeah. out of 10 times, and probably 99 out of 100 times, the guy never called. But it's not on you at that point. It's on the parent to make an invested you know, that's really make good some advice. That's really good advice. Um, that's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. So we got asked by Nancy out <laughs> of Nancy. out of curiosity. How long ago did each of you go through this process? I am wondering how time has changed things for you. Well, Eric, <laughs> how long has it been? I mean, we both kind of did roughly. I mean, for me, it's like uh, about eight and a half years ago now for me. Yeah, I was going to say our Nine years-ish. this year, 2021, is going to be 10 years since everything started, probably the end of the year, since everything started happening. So I'm going to say nine, eight and a half, nine years that, yeah. that we've been both dealing with this. Yeah. And um, things have changed. Things have completely changed. Things have gone from, uh, I mean, just 100% 180. Wouldn't you agree with me? Yeah. My, my situation has changed so much. So many things have changed. Um, I can now get along. We're not buddy, buddy. We don't go hang out and have coffee and, and do all that, but we're able to talk about the kids. We're able to get along and negotiate the kids and, um, come to an agreement when it's talking about the kids. So you hear like a theme here. It's always about the kids. It's never her and I, and what she's doing and what I'm doing and, how's our marriage and how's your marriage? You know what I mean? There's just all that stuff got weeded out at the beginning. It was very hard to, to cipher through that and mm-hmm. sift through all of that. It, I mean, because you're going from a relationship where you're married or you at least have a kid together to separating, going different ways and losing someone uh, or separating from someone like that, who you're used to your day to day and intertwining everything with Finding that divide and separation, it just, it does take time. Some people do it really quickly. But like your custody, your, the thing. Custody agreement though, I mean, like I said changed? earlier, it, it has changed from 
us sitting in an office completely hating each other, arguing about it, you know, pulling and pulling and shoving, you know, about everything to now, like, like I said, I, I don't even know what's in it, truthfully, like down to the letter. If I'm like, mm, I don't know. On, to, to tell you the truth, if I needed to get a hold of my custody agreement, I couldn't even get a hold of it. I'd have to call my lawyer and be like, hey, could you give me a copy of this? I have no idea where the thing even exists, if it even exists anymore, mm. you know. But it's just gotten to the point to where it's like, eh, you know, I'll pick him up at this time or you drop him off at this time or he calls me when he wants or if he's in trouble, he can't call me because he just can't use his phone in general and vice versa. So, you know, we're kind of on the same page about that. I don't have a time that's like, you know, hey, he's in trouble, but it's this is my time. He needs to talk to me. But, you know, he could be in trouble, but I could talk to his mom and be like, hey, I'd like to talk to him about the situation. You know, can I check in with him? Um, maybe it's not even about the situation. He's in trouble, but just because he's in trouble doesn't mean that he should be excluded out of my life or vice versa. I'm still the parent. She's still the parent. And we both honor that at the end of the day. And I think that's a good place to get to. Whereas like you and your custody schedule. I mean, mine's just status quo. Um, we stick to it. And that just works for us because we don't talk. We don't co-parent. <laughs> um, we just, it's, it's not from, it's just, yeah. So for me, we stick by it and um, I could you tell, have it, I could it, tell you right where it is. I could go get it for you right now. Yeah. So we're completely different. Um, so yeah, I refer to it often if I have a question just because I don't enjoy engaging with my ex or asking, even asking my ex to be like, Hey, what about this? You know, it turns into like some snarky ass comment that's turns into a fight. That's like rude. And I just, I don't enjoy interacting with him. He's just not so nice it's, to it's, me. It's, so yeah, it's never really changed with you. No. It's, so it, I wish I would have had a list like this to walk in there with. I just didn't know. So, hopefully, so this list can be yours for a small price. <laughs> no, of I'll post it. Three ninety nine. So, um, okay. So we talked about phone calls and parent child communication. Um, one thing that is in mine is change of appearance. So if your child has long hair and the other parent on a whim just gives them like a really short bob and cuts like eight inches off, is that going to be cool with you? You know, like, can you cut? How did it get named Bob? Because <laughs> it's a boy cut, like a Bob. Bob. Um, you know, what about coloring hair? You know, are you cool if the other parent dyes their hair blue, pink, green, whatever? The I'm still cool stuck color on that. Is? Why did they call it a Richard? What about hair extensions? Are you okay if your child gets their ears or any piercings? Or the nose pierced? Yeah, any piercings, piercings behind. you can't see? Yeah, I mean, tattoos even. I'm, that doesn't come till later, but 17-year-old, you know, all the crazy things. So drastic changes of appearance, um, perms, highlights, all the things. Are you cool with that? Can your, even, can your kid shave, bick his head? But listen, we've even gone as far as dealing with people in blended families on this as far as gender change and how you deal with that. I mean, like... Hopefully you don't have to write that into your custody agreement, but at the end of the day, any type of change because Physical we, we have dealt we have dealt with other blended families yeah. that one parent is for it and the other parent is not so for it. And these two parents live in the same household. It's and a step parent parent. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's may you know what I mean? So you guys Think of everything. Go watch a bunch of crazy movies and then apply everything that you just watch <laughs> in those crazy movies yeah. to your parenting plan. But you need to have drastic change of in, in your child's appearance written in there and what that looks like. Um, traveling. You know, let's talk about vacations. How long... Are you a sovereign citizen? I know. How long can a parent take the kids away on vacation? How long can they be gone at, at a certain time? Um, can they travel out of state? If they do travel out of state or out of the country, do you need to give written permission or not? Um, that was how, something that was in my custody agreement. And I think is in yours. Oh yeah. Out of state, not such a big deal. We still do that, but out of country, you need to have both parents permissions. That's right. And then you actually have a little bit of an issue with that, right? Like, because, because the, when we wrote up our custody agreements, 
like say to go to Mexico, you didn't have to have a passport back then. Mm. Now to go to Mexico from from anywhere in the United States, mm-hmm. you need to have a passport. So um, if we wanted to take our kids somewhere, like your kids aren't allowed to get a passport, right? Wasn't that something that, that came is, up? Well, we don't have passports. You might want to write passports in there. We don't have passports in our custody agreement. I don't know how that would go. It would be an issue. But if you're a traveler, traveler is traveling is something that is <clears throat> difficult. Well, uh, no, but it's something that you <laughs> care about. You're like, I oh, want it. Maybe yeah. I don't want to right now, but but put it this way. If you won the lottery and you had, you know, an extra $10 million and you wanted to travel, you know, or is You want to take something? your kids to London for a week. Exactly. Could if you, you were able to travel or mm-hmm. you do travel you know, put that in there because you're like, yeah, I'm probably going to want to take them. Mm-hmm. And so, then how much notice do you have to give the other parent? Is it 30 days notice that you're going to take them on vacation out? I think we have 90 days. I mean, things happen. So we have that written in there, but you know, it's come up. It's, it's come, come up, up where it was, you know, and isn't that's not really been an issue, but you know, put it in there. Like how many you want to be able to plan your life, right? So as you want to know in as far in advance when your kids are going to be gone. So you can plan your own vacations. Here's the other thing and too, your own though. Thing, if you have you know? a, if you have like a, it needs to be 90 days and say they hit you up, you know, with 48 days, you know, and they like, Ugh, you know, can you live with 48 days? Is that going to be a problem? You know? And because they might be the first ones to do that to you and you'd be like, Oh, nope, it's on the paper. You can't go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But always know what goes around comes around. So if you, if you, Extend some grace in a situation like that. And this isn't something you're going to write into your your paper. Um, but know when it does come up to things, if you're able to be lenient on things, you know, like the parents supposed to drop off at 3 o'clock every single day. But one of these days, they're running behind and they're not going to get there until 4 o'clock. Don't hold that over their head unless you don't care about that being held over your head one day. Because mm-hmm. one day you're going to be running late. And four o'clock is going to be that time. And you're going to want that grace extended to you as well. So as nice as you can be in situations and as lenient, you know, just think about it. Is this, is this a hill I'm willing to die on? Because mm-hmm. all these things that are written in is as much of a stickler as you are on these. They're going to be in return. Yeah. So back to vacations. Um, you know, what information do you want provided? You know, do, does flight information have to be provided? Do you need an itinerary? Do you want to know the hotel room they're staying in um, or not? You know, you need to decide how picky you want to be about where your children are going. In the beginning, it's very, uh, you want to know everything. As time goes on, you become more comfortable with the situation. And I think you aren't so stringent and strict about having to know every little detail, like where they're going to have breakfast in the morning, you know, um, whose house are they going to go visit while they're there? If they're not at the hotel, what attractions are they going to go see? I think it, in again, the beginning, in the beginning, around comes around. in the beginning, you're very heightened and you want to know everything. Cause these are your kids, but it does wear away over time where yes i just need flight information please so i can you what know, day track are you that. leaving what day are you coming home yeah. uh, approximately like yeah it just because so, they're coming home on a day doesn't necessarily mean the kids are going to yeah. get dropped off that day yeah you know the airport might be four hours away their airplane comes in at 10 o'clock they're not getting home at two in the morning that might be the day that they're supposed to come home but again extend some grace yeah because you know, I don't want to, you know, you, I want them home at 8 a.m. the next very next morning. Well, think about the kids in this situation, too. The kids didn't get home. You know, they probably slept in the car from 11 to time they got home, then got in bed. But give them time to acclimate again, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is in all situations. Just think about the whole situation, not just your wants, your needs. And take a take a look at what's best, what's in best interest for the kids. And that's what's going to get you in those stepping stones to co-parenting better. Yeah. Um, and then can your I'm changing vaca- the name of this podcast, by the way. Okay. Can your vacation time be used during the holidays? This is something that you really need to spell out because sometimes you might have a fa- like your ex wants to take the kids for Christmas for two weeks and you're, you don't even get to celebrate Christmas. Is it okay with you? Some people just don't care if, because you might want to take your kids for a holiday away out of town to visit family in Arkansas or whatever. So um, 
answer that question for yourself. You know, does it matter if the vacation falls on a holiday or not? Um, next thing to consider is medical appointments. You know, do both of you need to attend? Can one person attend? Can one person make decisions? Um, you know, usually you'll find that if a child's in your custody, you're allowed to make the best decision you can for your child, and that flies in court. But if you guys um, co-parent all right, shoot a, shoot a text, shoot an email, make a quick phone call, you know, be like, hey, yeah. they need... They're going to need braces. The dentist wants to schedule an appointment or, or they need, um, you know, they cut, they cut their knee and are going to need stitches, but they also could glue it back together, which is going to be half the price because neither of us have insurance and we're trying to save, you know, a couple bucks here and their kneecap. If it has, if it has a scar on it, it's not the end of the world. Or they got a big gash across their face. Or they hit the front of a, they hit the backseat of a bus with their mouth and got their tooth knocked out as a kid. Now they need to have it repaired. Weigh out the different things. Like give the other parent, if you guys are 50-50 on paying for this, you know, just consider all options. So in your custody agreement, though, (laughs) you're going to want to put out like, you know, if you... Some people are really wanting both parents to be there. Like, they're adamant that you can't make an appointment if I can't show up. Um, You know, and then you had said vaccinations. You know, are you guys for vaccinations against vaccinations? If you're going through custody and you have a baby and you really haven't gotten deep into that yet, you know, like, what medical care is okay? You know, is ER visits Okay. Well, here's a very if current one. If they're not one. necessary. Say you guys are going through this right now, today, and you're listening to this. The next big thing that's going to hit the market here is going to be this COVID vaccination. Mm-hmm. Where are you on this? Are you wanting, you know, your kids to be vaccinated? Are you not wanting them to be? Where's the other parent stand on this? Yeah. So, so give that a give that a look too. You know. Um, yeah. And and figure that out. And what doctors are your kids seeing? You know, can your can you pull your kid from a pediatrician to put them in the care of another pediatrician or another dis- dentist? Or, you know, are, are you going to stick with what you guys have already agreed upon? Um, so that also is really important to kind of consider. Like, if I did want to remove our child from their pediatrician and put them in the care of a different one, do I have to ask permission or can I just do that? You know, you need to, the medical so many thing. things. Um, moving out of state. This came up from a lot of people wrote in about this. I've known a lot of people to do this. I just, in my women's Bible study, a, a woman's daughter's boyfriend, his son just got basically kidnapped. Like the mom just took and moved him without any mm-hmm. notice. Mm-hmm. Um, Did they have a custody agreement? They're in the court there. I don't know the, you know, yeah, because we were just, we were, and that can go, that can go so many different ways and that can cause so many different problems. If this is your situation and you're like, well, we don't have a custody agreement and I want to leave. I'm not giving you legal advice, but I would personally, as a friend to you advise against that, figure it out, contact a lawyer, find out what your options are. It Um, gets very costly. When you have to go fix something you didn't think ahead of time to but put in there. But also, think know? of the kids. Like, yes, you might be taking them away from someone who you feel is toxic, but at the end of the day, that's the other half of them. Mm-hmm. So um, just because the other parent is toxic and you think isn't the best person for your child, at the end of the day, you had children with this person. And, and I'm just a believer that it's best for our children to know both sides of that fence, you know, both, both grasses, whether it looks like the grass is browner on that side and your grass is so much greener, it's good for your kids to see that different. And this is one thing that I have a very hard time with, um, with child support, you know, it's trying, the child support tries to even the playing field. So the kid lives in the same household, you know, and they have the same type of lifestyle. I'm like, you know what, if one parent can do so much better than the other parent, Uh you know, or the other parent is doing so much better than you are. Let them experience that because what it's going to do is it's going to allow kids to see different lifestyles, different life decisions, different life choices. But moving out of state in your custody I'm just agreement. Turn my mic off. Well, we're, I'm try- we have this whole list and all these things. Yes, you do. Keep going. Okay. 
So moving out of state, maybe you put in the process if you consider it to take a job, if the kids stay here, goes with you, doesn't go with you. Um, but that is something to consider before it to put in there. Or you're committing to just staying until you're eight till the kids are eighteen. Um also the uh, so this just happened to our friend, but exes showing up unannounced for surprise visits, unscheduled times. Um, is that okay? Or are you not now I know like Eric's ex will stop by to like Come on, put your mic back uh, on. This well, is ridiculous. But like, well, not she won't just stop by to be like, "Hey, I just no, came by." No, but she doesn't have to like. No, but my kid could be like, "Hey, I need something, mom. Yeah. Can you bring it by?" And vice versa. And we're both pretty good about like, we'll ask mom or dad. You know, I'm always like, "Yeah, I can. Just make sure it's all right with your mom that I bring that by, or you know, just stuff like that." It's not. I'm getting off topic again. No, but it's it's something that you know if you if you have an intrusive ex. This is a time to set some boundaries, you know, that they are not to come over unannounced, you know, that they are to let you or give you notice that they're coming over, you know. Um, I don't even think give you notice. I think that there needs to be, if you have an intrusive ex, you need to have clear cut boundaries so they can't just come over or yeah. can't give you notice that they're coming over. Yeah. So you can hash that out and what that looks like for you guys. Um no bad, this is something that we have in ours, but no bad mouthing the other parent in front of the kids, you know, or even the step parent, you but know. But there's nothing you can do about it. The, you the can, but if you put that in there, at least you have like, you put someone on notice and you're both agreeing to it. You kind of pu- are putting that moral high ground out there. So, I mean, yes, people can't really police that, but. Um, it's something good to put in there just to be cognizant of, you know, that we're agreeing to that. Um, don't use the kids as messengers. And this is something that I fully believe in. And this is something that a friend of mine wrote in about as well. You know, parents need to work things out amongst themselves. Kids do not need to be stuck in the middle. Um, so I'm fully for You know, you want your kid on a certain day and time. Well, I'm going to work that out with you and leave the kids out of it. Let kids be kids. You know, don't let them do your dirty work. Don't let them be in the middle like, go ask mom this and then tell me what she says. Or go ask dad this. And then the kid's like, okay. And then, you know, dad's pissed because mom wants to know why does she want to know? Well, no, you can't. You know, and that just puts the kids in the middle. So it it could be useful to stick in there that you're not going to use your kids as a messenger, that you are going to have all communication about custody issues between you two. Um, You're more lax with that. You let your your son go back and forth between the two of you, and that seems to work well for you guys. Yeah, but it's all part of the communication. It's It's not us copying out. Or being scared to ask one another. Like sometimes it's like, it's just part of the, it's just part of the flow. It's your flow. It, just it totally is. Yeah. It's yeah. Whatever. Um, extracurricular activities. You know, do you have to ask the other parent before you sign your kid up for dance or flag football or hockey? Or can you just do it? Do you have to check that the other person can take them to extracurricular activities if they fall on their day? Or are you able to go take the kids, like, you know, for hockey, you take your son all the time, regardless of who days, whose days it is. Right. I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, my ex would not be okay with me taking my your daughter. Your kids have missed out on a lot. I'm just calling it like it is. Your kids have missed out on a lot because of that situation. Yes. Because your ex will not allow that to happen and it just won't work now things he's wanted your kids to be a part of Mm -hmm. they have been a part of because you are very easygoing in that you're like yeah I don't want the kids to miss out it's okay if they do that on your time but the courtesy hasn't been extended to you the roles haven't been reversed to where you've wanted your kids to do something he's like nope that's my day it's not happening yeah and so you guys think about that because that's right. your kids ultimately are the ones that suffer or miss out or, you know, just have to not yeah. do things because of your decisions. And even if I was willing to 
Like if he wasn't able to take them and I'm like, okay, great. I can. You're working. Oh, I'm not right now. So I can take them. He would still shut that down. So maybe write that into your custody agreement. It's kind of like a first right of refusal thing. Like the kids don't miss out because you can't take them. Then the other person, if you can't get the kids to the extracurricular activity, then the other parent gets first shot to. Well, you know, or, you know, well, also, you know in. what, maybe, um, I don't know how you'd write it out and someone could help you guys figure it out. But in a situation like yours, mm-hmm. if your kid wants to do something. I think uh, you need to figure out how to make it unless the other parent, unless a parent has a very valid reason why the kid should not, because in your case, there's a lot of reasons why it's like, there's absolutely no reason your kid shouldn't be able to do this. If, unless you guys can come up with a valid reason, like the kids should be able to try different things. They should be able to play basketball. They should be able to try baseball. You know, That's if it's right. like the kids want to play hockey, but like neither parent can afford to buy all the gear and pay for ice time, etc. Well, there's a very valid reason why the kid shouldn't be able to. But if the kid wants to try soccer and all the balls are provided for him and the other parents just like, nah, I don't really want them to. I don't really like soccer. Well, that's not a very valid reason. Mm-hmm. So maybe you guys can write that into your custody agreement. Okay, I'm done. No, that's that's it. And like things like clubs, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, um, FFA. <laughs> I Why are you don't laughing know. about that one? Um, so this was Eric's that he brought up, but very good. Social media. And we're just going to lump cell phones in there too. So at what age is it okay for kids to get on social media, your kids to be on social media? Do you both have to agree or can kids have a social, have an account in one house and not in the other and house? Expand that a little bit further. What social media is going to be okay? Because maybe you guys are cool with the kids having Instagram, but you're like Snapchat. Uh-uh. That's right. So can they have a Facebook? Yeah. Think of that type of stuff too. Like Twitter. Yeah. No big deal. Everyone's just writing stuff down. Snapchat. Pictures are coming up. Pictures are going down. A lot Here's of drug another, dealing happening through Snapchat. Yeah, this is where Julie gets all of her drugs. Um, <laughs> you guys also remember it may be, and this is just a parenting tip. Remind your kids. If your kids are on Snapchat, like good, bad, or indifferent, remind your kids just because the pictures disappear doesn't mean the pictures disappear. If they're doing shady stuff on Snapchat, there is a back end to Snapchat. Look it up. I'm not making this up. No, you can get arrested. Stuff does stay. It gets That's archived. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and you guys too as parents, just know that just because it's disappearing doesn't mean it disappeared. There is a Everything back end. you guys are doing on the internet is getting archived. So, just something to think of. Yep. Um, and cell phones, you know, what age is it appropriate for kids to have a communication device? Your kids to have a communication device. Who's going to pay for that bill? We had a really hard time with the cell phone situation. Even I'm pay, I paid and provided it. There was still, we didn't have this in our agreement. We didn't think that far ahead when our kids were little, we didn't even consider this, but, um, you know, can the phone go back and forth? You know, and can the other parent, if you're paying for it, can the other parent control it? Can they take it away? Give us a little bit of your situation because, it's, I mean, it's very... I mean, I mean, they would want, they liked the cell phone, right? They liked my son having a cell phone at their house because they could contact him and he could contact, they could contact him. And that's and, how it goes, right? Yeah. So they enjoyed that privilege, but then it was like, he couldn't talk to me. The, the, he couldn't call he me or text house. me. He goes to the other house and the, the phone gets put in a drawer, right? Yeah, or he would have to put the phone in a drawer um, and only use it when they said he could use it um, and never never to contact me or respond to it like he was never, ever allowed to. So, um, you know, that's something that needs to be worked out, the communication device. Um, also, and this leads into something else Eric had brought up with me, but personal items going between houses you know how is that going to be handled now we're getting a little nitpicky but it does matter you know as kids get older you know if you take ipad to dads and it breaks who 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 pays for that who replaces it this is real stuff you know or who uses it as a punishment tool um if it comes back and or you know like the cell phone thing like you could take it to dad's, but, and I'm paying for it and I'm providing it, but 
you know, then I can't talk to you or you can't talk to me if you want to. Like, I'm not okay with that. Which is kind of ironic now because luckily I don't think these kids listen to it, but um, that is forecasted as a present for one of the kids. Oh, yes. Let's not. I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. Trouble? Who's going to who get in trouble with? I don't know. Who's going to punish you? Everyone. Who's going to beat you? But anyway. Um, okay. so Go ahead, turn this right off. You're not in any trouble, but. Okay. So cell phones and personal items going back and forth between households. Um, religion. You know. I'm sure when you made kids with someone, you guys had some sort of religious practice or not. Maybe you were agnostic and you just aren't going to practice religion. Fast forward, your ex marries somebody who with a completely different religion, and now they want to practice that religion. And they want your kids to go practice that religion. Um, you know, that is something that is super important. Because well, something besides religion, well, that falls in religion just like sports too, is say your kids want to do youth group. That might fall on one parent's night and not the other parent's night. So, Yeah, I mean, religious activities. Is it okay to participate in or not? Are they okay, allowed to participate in religious activities outside of your religion? I know um, a blended family who the kid is stuck between two different religions, one mm-hmm. Christianity, one Jehovah's Witness. And the kid is so torn. It's one of it's you know one of the kid's friends, and the kid's so torn. And I hear about it from the other kid, and it's like, man, like that. It's just a tough situation. So think of that. Yeah, I mean that's it. Talk about messing with little kids' minds, right? So that's something that is important to consider. Um, you had said politics. I don't know if there's really anything you could put into custody about politics, but maybe. Um, what eight kids getting jobs, you know, what kind of jobs? These are things that we're coming to. And I am like, gosh, I didn't even think about this when I was running my custody agreement, but my son's 15. Um, and he wants to start working and I haven't even asked his dad how his dad feels about that. You know, um, I'm sure, I mean, what parent wouldn't want their kid to go get a job, but stranger things have happened, I guess. So maybe consider that, like, are kids allowed to work? And then also this every other weekend thing is hard, right? If he takes a job, we both have to be able to get him there until he gets his license. Um, So having that commitment down. um, And then the last thing we're going to discuss is, like, the sex talk. So are you going to allow the dad to talk to the boys about sex and and head off that or is the mom going to be able to talk about periods and puberty and all that with her girl well and who's going to teach them who's going to teach them these things who's not only talking about it but who's going to teach the girl how to shave her legs or the boy how to like you mentioned last week or the week before (laughs) masturbate or apparently only boys masturbate but these are, I mean, and this is like the a little bit more of a complicated discussion to have in mediation, but it matters. You know, if, if you want to be the one to teach your daughter, you know, about her period and how to shave her legs and, and the changes, you know, you don't think dad should do it over at her house or stepmom. You know, that's a very like, what did you call it? It's like a rite of passage to have as a mom and a child. And to take that away would be sad for some people I have to imagine so these are all the things that's that's kind of the extent of our list if you have more to add to that or you're sparking thoughts please write in to us or comment below if you're watching it on YouTube yeah and I will put this list up um, on our website soonish hopefully by the end of the weekend Um, and I'm like gosh do we end it here or do we continue on? No, I think that's a good ending point. I really do because there's so much there's so much that we can go on to, but then we'll be off topic. And you guys know how that goes. <laughs> no, but okay, so we'll just answer everyone else's questions next week. Are we going to? That's what I'm yeah. asking you. Do you yeah, want to continue on? We have on a in lot topics? of questions. I think we're gonna we're gonna cut it off there, you guys. I'm so sorry because I messaged people and told them we would oh, talk well, about it tonight. Here's the communication thing we're always touting, you guys. <laughs> Why are you asking me things if you already have agendas? Well, all right. You guys can break it up into two parts if you want. 
Okay. This is a good stopping part if you stopping point if you want. I hear the music. <laughs> there it goes. Welcome back. Oh. Uh, All right, you guys. Well, we're gonna we're gonna lead off next time with these, right? Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, you guys. We'll get to you. I'll I'll write some advice to you I guys. I screwed it up. Answer. I went off topic for minutes at a time. I apologize. No, it's fine. We it was a big topic to take on. If you guys like this and you uh, you agree with my going off topic, give the give the the video a thumbs up. Now you always have really good advice. The music just keeps going louder. Anyways, you guys, thanks for tuning in. We hope to hear from you guys next time. We will answer your other questions next time. I'm sorry that we did not get to them this time. Don't forget to enter our giveaway. If you guys don't know what the giveaway is and you're watching this on YouTube, we got cut off at the beginning. Uh, Go check out all of our social media. We have a fun giveaway going on for our Blended Life third birthday that you guys can enter and be a part of and win a special prize, which is... You get an hour coaching with us. Yay. So, all right, you guys. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And thank you for tuning in and being a part of our blended family. Bye, you guys. Bye.